Welcome everyone to the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. Today we have a fantastic guest. Her name is Debbie Hoffman, and we'll be discussing authentic follow-up, more clients and abundance with ease. Welcome everyone. This is Virginia Parsons, your host, and it is my passion to provide you with a goldmine of inspirational tips, strategies, and advice to help you grow your business from inspirational businesswomen in the know. And as I said, today's guest, Debbie Hoffman, will be doing just that. But first, I want to thank you all for being here because whether live or for the replay, we appreciate you taking the time. And I know that your time is valuable. And we'll be getting started in just a minute, but before we do, I'm going to play the preview trailer. And while it's playing, can you help spread the word? Just let people know about the show with a quick share so others may benefit as well. Thank you so much. And here we go. I think you can see we're in for a real treat with Debbie. And I just want to pause for a moment to let you know that today's show is sponsored by hangout-marketing.com, where you can receive a complimentary live stream marketing assessment. Now, why might you want to take that? Well, you all know that getting in front of people, your uh, ideal clients, is a great way to build the know, like, and trust factor. Well, this assessment will only take you a few minutes and it will help you identify the areas you need to work on so that you can get your message out there in a bigger way. So if you'd like to take that assessment, all you need to do is text pound success to 775-800-4179 or you can go to hangout-marketing.com. So let's get to start, let's get the interview started with Debbie today. Now, Debbie is a heart-centered sales and follow-up expert, a speaker, and the founder of Power Up Your Follow-Up. She works with relationship-driven entrepreneurs, coaches, and network marketers who are letting potential clients and income 
slip through the cracks because they don't have a reliable sales and follow-up system in place. Now, her proven step-by-step -step formula supports them to have more ideal clients saying yes to working with them. So now today we'll be discussing authentic follow-up, more clients, and abundance with ease. And here's our subtopics. Number one, how to network in a more authentic way that builds deep and profitable connections without being salesy. Number two, how to develop a reliable follow-up system that keeps clients and income from slipping through the cracks. I know you all wanna hear about that. And finally, how to create a consistent flow of highly qualified and enthusiastic clients who are excited to work with you. So welcome to the show, Debbie. We're so glad to have you come on in and say hi to our audience, won't you? Oh, nice to be here. Thanks so much for having me, Virginia. Well, you know, you have been here before a few years ago, and I'm so happy to have you back because I think that this is a very important need. You know, I've been doing sort of some surveys with people who are in the Inspirational Entrepreneurs Facebook group that I have, and I'm finding that following up with their leads is one of their number one challenges. So I think you are the perfect guest to help get them on the right track as far as lead, as as lead follow-up is concerned. So really happy to have you back on the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. So, you know, I love to start with background. I'm wondering about, given how you got into the follow-up niche, really, which is a very unique, narrow niche, where that came from. Was there what I would call a significant event in your life or something that was specifically said, wait a minute, people need help with this and I'm the one to do it. So let us know where that came from. It's quite a story actually. So uh, I worked on Wall Street. I was very successful there, decided to come home to be a mom and thought everything was going to be okay, but the real estate market crashed and my husband was a high-end custom home builder. And we lost everything. We lost our home. We filed bankruptcy. We lost all of our properties. It was really tough. And during that time, you know, I continued to network, but hiding, you know, what had happened. Because back then people didn't talk about it. I was humiliated. I was embarrassed. I was depressed. Like it was a horrible time. So I'd show up at these networking events and I'd walk up to these women. I'll never forget this. Who I thought would be interested in these health and wellness products that I was representing at the time. And they actually saw me coming, Virginia, and they turned and walked the other way. And I was like, what is going on here? And it kept happening, kept happening. And I came home one day and I said to my husband, you know, my Wall Street, and I worked on Wall Street for 20 years, we were taught to do things in a very aggressive, salesy way, but it worked there. It didn't work in this entrepreneurial world. And I had this aha moment that you know, something has to shift here. And I realized I was too attached to my agenda and to, I, I was going to these events to sell and get clients and I was repelling people. Hmm. So I, you know, I remember this like breakthrough moment where I just need to show up in service to people, see how I can support them and everything else will fall into place. And coming from that new way of being and new way of showing up, People started being attracted to me. I, I started my coaching business and went from zero to six figures in 14 months. And I just knew 
that this, you know, was a struggle for people. And around that time, and actually I need to back up a bit because there was a key moment there. I didn't know I was great, good at this. My friend, a woman who I was following up with for the health and wellness business said to me one day, Debbie, you're amazing at follow-up. You need to teach people this. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I had no idea. And we got on the phone and she said, people are struggling with this. You have this gift, they need you. And so it all kind of came together at the same time. And then when I realized that as I was uh, kind of showing up in a different way and coming across in a different with a different approach and saw how successful I was, that I knew I had to teach people this. And I came this close to getting a job and selling out on my dream during that time. And thank God the universe said no. And um, I was devastated at the time, but I can see exactly why that happened. But I'm so passionate about teaching this to people, Virginia, because I never want anyone to have to choose between their between money and happiness. And, and uh, when you have these skills in place, it makes all the difference in the world in terms of your success in your business and you know, creating consistent sales results. Wow, this is so powerful. I just love hearing people's stories because I think that all entrepreneurs, it's a, it's a hard path to take on, especially if you don't have any experience with it or background with it or someone maybe that you know personally who could mentor you. It really is difficult. And I, for all of you watching, we'd love to hear from you. When you hear a, what I call a gem, why don't you put that in the comments? so that other people can notice what you're finding really a value here today. So I already heard a gem and that was, I decided to show up in a different way. I decided to show up and be of service. And when I came from that whole different paradigm, that whole different mindset, everything shifted for me. And instead of repelling people, I started attracting people. That was a huge gem to me, mm -hmm. just the term show up to be of service? How can I assist other people? And, you know, I think that this is something that's more natural for women, definitely, than it is for men who have more of the, you know, power in there and get the sales done. But when you start from service, people naturally want to come closer to you. You're, you're asking them to lean in and learn more. So beautiful. And then the example of you need to teach this that's how I ended up going into live stream broadcasting and teaching people because people kept saying, I need to hear and learn what you are doing because I don't know how to do this. So we really never know the path we're on. It, it goes in zigs and zags. And eventually we get onto the straight and narrow that's right for our own business. So I really appreciate your sharing those insights and experience with everyone. So now we have you in a great place being of service and helping people with the follow-up. And you know, one of the things I've, I've learned about follow-up is that it takes repeated connections, especially with people who don't know you or don't know what you do and how you can be of service. So I guess let's start with the first topic and that is on networking and how you can better attract people more authentically and do it without, as you say, being salesy, which is you know, that's just something that feels icky, doesn't it? <laughs> right, right. I love this topic because uh, what I find is I've seen this over the years that most people show up at networking events to sell and get clients like I was. And they're not showing up in service. And instead of people leaning in, they're actually like walking the other way, like with me. And so 
my, you know, what I teach my clients is number one, prepare in advance what you're going to say when people ask what you do so that you don't hose people down. Like how many of you listening today have been in a networking event and you say to someone, so Virginia, what do you do? And five minutes later, you know, they're still talking. It's like, get me out of here, right? It's just repulsive. It's repelling. It's repulsive. <laughs> and so we don't want to be that person. So be really mindful, practice what you're going to say, focus on the problem that people have that come to you and your solution. Okay. The second thing is to come with that mindset of not looking for clients, actually intention with an intention of not looking for clients, but for looking, looking for people who you can partner up with those power partners or JV partners who you can collaborate with, because in the long run, you're going to get so many more clients from a partner than you will from from looking for your own client. And then people's guard comes down because when you're just trying to educate them on what you do, and then of course you want to have a follow-up meeting with people who you really have a great connection with, but when you're meeting with them and they know that the intention for the meeting is not to sell to each other, but to learn about each other's businesses to see if and how you can support each other, their wall comes down, their heart opens, and if they have a need for what you offer, they will organically lean in and say, hey, I need to talk to you about what you offer for me, right? But it's only because their guard is down. Because, you know, when people are trying to sell to us, we shut down, right? You know, we just put this wall up. So those are some tips some things to do um, when you're networking. And then now there's a lot of online networking events and there's, there's in-person events as well. But you need to be prepared with how you're going to gather all the information from the people that you meet with. So I provide to my clients a, an attendee spreadsheet with very specific columns of the information you wanna gather. But you, if you don't have that, you're gonna have notebooks and pieces of paper all over your desk <coughs> and you're not gonna be able to find them. So it's really important to have a system in place to be ready to go and to highlight those people who leaned in or highlight and also highlight those people who you want to get to know better. So those are some ways to show up and service, always be looking for what you can provide to them. The last thing I'll share, this is what I always did when I networked in person and I do it now as well um, online. I always ask people what they're looking for, what they're looking for support with, what's going on in their business the next few months where I can support them. So I lead with generosity, like we were sharing earlier, showing up in service. And back in the day when I was networking in person, I would say, hey, are you looking for other networking events to attend? And they always said yes. And I said, well, there's this other great event. Would you like me to make an email introduction to the person who hosts it? And they were so grateful. I hadn't even talked about what I did yet. They didn't even ask, but I was just thinking to come prepared with ways, resources that you have that you can help people with. That's what I always did. And it, it created that instant trust and rapport and connection. And they wanted to do whatever they could possibly do to support me in return because they fell in love with me because I wasn't trying to sell them anything. I was trying to help them. Yeah, that's just so important. And lots of gems that you just shared there. So as I say, everybody, put your gems in the comments. We want to hear from you. And, you know, I think that if you come from the mindset or the intention, as you said, of being of service and how can you give? and you start with that first, then your, your questions are gonna be different. Your statements are going to be different. And you're really going to come from your heart. 
And isn't that where we want to come from anyway? Because it's natural, it's genuine. And again, it makes people feel comfortable uh, connecting more deeply with you later on. So as you say, when you start with giving, they're going to ask, well, how can I you know, help and support you? Yep. And it's natural. It feels so much better, doesn't it? I love what you just shared. And I talk about this a lot with my clients is balancing the masculine and the feminine. We all have both parts as men and women, and they need to be balanced. And the feminine is where we connect, like you said, connect in a heart, you know, in a heart centered way. And the masculine is where we get like we get stuff done, like we need both. And when I was when I came out of Wall Street, I was coming way too much from the masculine. And that's why people were walking away from me. I was repelling them. But when I started to come more from my feminine and just focus on connection and building relationships, that's when everything started to shift. Wow. Yeah. And it just had to feel so much better too. You just had to feel more yourself when you were going to these events than you had been. Yeah. And I'll never forget this, Virginia. Someone walked up to me and they say they had seen me from across the room. They didn't even know who I was. And they said to me, you seem so passionate about what you do. Like, I want to I want to get to know you more. Like they could feel the authenticity and the passion. I think I had like a vendor booth and I was talking to people. So they must have seen me. I don't remember exactly, but they, they said, I have no idea what you do, but I want to get to know you. And I was like, that was a big shift from people turning and walking the other way. <laughs> well, you no, know, it's almost as though you had to experience that to realize how it just doesn't work. It may work, as you say, to pick up a few clients here and there, but it doesn't work as far as flow. And we're going to talk about that flow, continual flow of attracting you know, what would be your ideal clients in just a moment. I have another question I'd like to interject here, though, because you're saying to people, um, would you like to know about other networking events? Do you have any tips for our viewers on some of your favorite business networking events that you have found have been just the most uplifting and inspiring for you to take part in? Do you have, share any ideas? Well, I haven't been networking a lot lately, but I do know of a few groups that I really like. Um, E-Women Network's a really good one, and they have chapters all around the country. Some are meeting in person, some are meeting on Zoom, some are alternating. That's always been my one. Of, that's always been my favorite. I've gone to their conference every year, and uh, I haven't gone in, in several years now, but uh, always found amazing women. I love, love, love that group. And then for, for the viewers who are making, I think it's 100,000 a year or more, the Dames is a really great group as well. And then there's Polka Dot Powerhouse. I'm not sure. Um, I think it's a I national organization. I, I actually launched my coaching business speaking at Polka Dot um, meetings all over the Bay Area. So those are a few good ones. Great. And yes, and I'm familiar with. Oh, and then I have my own networking event. Hello. Oh, <laughs> you need to share that. Go ahead. <laughs> Junior moment. Uh, yeah. So each month I host Power Up Your Networking events on the third Wednesday of the month from 930 to 12 Pacific. And I do something very unique, Virginia. I actually figured out how to do a vendor expo online. So from 930 to 10, we have vendors and breakout rooms and people are visiting with them. The networking event goes from 10 to 11.30. And then from 11.30 to 12, we have another vendor expo. So there's a good solid hour of networking. So there's like three different breakout rooms. And then there's a speaker. We always have topics 
uh, speakers coming with topics that are uh, helpful for entrepreneurs. So it's a fabulous group. I, I attract heart-centered entrepreneurs from all over the world. It's free. And every time people show up, they say, I love this group. They just love how everyone's you know, showing up in service and the connections are incredible. People are getting clients and podcasts and speaking gigs and they're collaborating. It's been amazing. Well, and I have to say, I have attended a couple and I think they're fabulous. So when you get, when you introduce the gift later on, and Debbie does have a great gift for you guys, by the way, so stick around for it. You'll also have an opportunity at that time, because if you register for the gift, you'll get notifications on these um, these uh, networking events with Debbie. So great. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about the second one, because that's about the follow-up system, developing a reliable follow-up system that keeps clients and income from slipping through the cracks. I love that term. Yeah. How much have we all let income and clients slip through the cracks? So we want to talk about this follow-up system. Go ahead. And that's actually a term my clients have used. That's why I use it. It's not this like marketing lingo. Like it's actually what they tell me. <laughs> mm -hmm. So um, most people don't have a way to keep track of the people they're meeting and following up with. And so the first step is to get what's called a CRM. It stands for Customer Relationship Management System. I have vetted a lot of them. They're on my website, um, powerupyourfollowup.com forward slash resources. The key thing is to find one that fits your technological capabilities and also your business needs. Some people just need a CRM to follow up with people one at a time. And some people also need the email marketing system if they're if they're doing you know webinars and sending out emails to groups of you know to an entire email list. And so it's really important to keep track of everybody you're talking to, keeping notes in there. And the beauty of this, these systems is that you can set reminders for your next step. So the reason that people slip through the cracks, Virginia, is because people will call someone or email them or text them, whatever they do connect with them on social media, and then they just move on to the next person. And they don't set a reminder for the next step. And then they forget about them. And they're gone. Right. So it's really important to have the system in place. I don't want people to spend days entering people, you just enter the most recent people you've met who were the most interested in what you offer, or you were the most interested in collaborating with them, call them, take notes, set the reminder, move on to the next person. You also can st store templates and scripts in there. So if you send a similar email out over and over and over again, you create a template. So that way it's just, you know, done. You just go into their contact, click on the template, personalize it, and it's off, right? So it's going to save a lot of time. So when I say systems, there's two parts to it. One's the technology. And the other part is, what do you do? How often do you reach out? What are the best methods of communication? What do you say? And that's where I come in. So I work with my clients to create a step-by-step -step process so they know what to do and say at every step of the way. And the reason why people tell me they don't follow up is because they don't know what to say and they feel awkward and they don't want to be salesy and pushy. So everything I teach is, again, coming more from the feminine, coming from the heart. And so you'll never feel salesy or pushy ever again. So it's really critical for people to have systems in place. We all need a calendar scheduling system, right? That is critical. Um, and the third system that I think is critical, and I know you use it and love it, and you offered your assessment early on in the show today, is to have an assessment tool. 
so that you can learn about people in advance, find out about their commitment level, and know if there's somebody worth following up with or not. So it is the best sales and follow-up tool that I have found. And I, it's doubled my conversion in the last um, launch. Hun almost 100% of the people I reached out to, to talk to who took the assessment, signed up for my program, my Power Up Your Sales program. Boy, Pretty that incredible. Is, that is amazing. And that's phenomenal to hear. And, you know, I think assessments can really help people reflect on where they're at. And often we just, we're just so busy, I, as I call it, duct tape marketing, you know, because that's my specialty is the marketing and the visibility part of it. And if you just think, oh, I've heard from this guru, I need to do that. And then this one over here says, I need to be doing this. And you're trying to put everything together and none of it feels really cohesive. You feel scattered. When you do something like an assessment, you can start to evaluate what am I doing that is expending way too much energy and really isn't in alignment with really, really where I want to go with my business. And if you don't have those assessments, you just continue on what I would call on that hamster wheel, feeling a little overwhelmed and never quite getting where you want to be. So um, yeah, I'm glad to hear about yours as well, because I don't think people are aware, as you say, that you can systematize and still be authentic in your follow-up. Exactly. And the thing is, you create much deeper connections and relationships with the people who you're calling because you're, you're inside of them. They've revealed their inner issues, right? You know what their struggles are around the, the topics that, you know, around the areas that you coach. And so you can actually say, hey, I see you rated yourself a two with consistently asking your clients for referrals. What if we could get that to an eight, nine or 10? What would that be like for you? Well, that's exactly what you're going to learn in my program. How can they say no? So you're inside of them. You know what they're struggling with. They've revealed it to you and they've been on this self-discovery journey. So when they take the assessment, it provides tremendous value to them and it provides tremendous value to you. A lot of people have surveys where they're asking questions and it benefits the person who's sending it out. It doesn't benefit the person taking it. So people have aha moments. They all say to me when I talk to people, I learned so much about myself by taking this assessment. So those are the three systems, having a CRM and email marketing system, having an online calendar, a scheduling system and having this assessment tool. And when you have all those in place, you're going to work more efficiently. You're not going to waste time with the wrong people. The assessment is the best pre-qualification tool I have found. Um, and I use it before speaking gigs, before doing webinars, before my discovery sessions. I use it everywhere. So what a great idea because before you're before you're actually meeting with them, you have a you have a foundation from which to talk to them about. So you actually are requiring them to take the assessment before they meet with you one-on-one. -on -one. Is that correct? I do not meet with anyone before they take it. And if they're low commitment score in terms of investing the time, energy, and resources, I will either postpone the call until they're in a better place or I'll cancel it. Or sometimes I'll get on and ask about it. It's like, you know, you rated yourself really low in, in a lot of these areas, but you also rated yourself very low in commitment. Can you share more about that? Like if you find that we're a good fit and I can support you, do you have access to resources to, to invest to work together? So I, it saved me a lot of time and time is our most precious resource. And it shortens the discovery session because you don't need to ask all those questions. You've already asked it. And yeah. then you, you put it up on the screen and you look at it together and like it's in their face, like, oh my gosh, like, oh, look at all these twos and threes and ones and fours. 
yeah. you know, and you celebrate where they've done well. And then you work, you know, you talk to them about improving the lower scores. Well, I think the visual is really important as well, because it just reminds them, because oftentimes people will do something like this and then forget what they even answered. So you're bringing it up. And, and, and as you say, you can go now deeper with those particular challenges because you already know what they are as you look at it. So, yeah, yeah. I agree. It's a great way to go. Now, I, I want to back up just a moment before we go to the third topic. When you're networking with people and you're gathering some information and you're finding out how you can best support them. Do you try to keep all that in your head? Or are you taking notes on a business card? Or how are you gathering that so that you can then put it into your CRM for future reference? So you're talking about in-person networking? Yes. Great question. So uh, what I used to do, because I haven't networked uh, in person in a while, but what I used to do is I'd ask them for their card and exactly that, I would write some notes down. But I had these little symbols. So if they were really interested and what I had to offer for themselves, I would put like an asterisk. If they could be a good partner, I'd put a different like symbol. So you want to, you know, there isn't a lot of room, but I would just write a few key things down. And as soon as I got back home, I would add it, I would create a contact for them and write in the notes. So I always did that. And then if there was a good fit for us to partner up, or if they said, hey, I want to learn more about, you know, what you have to offer for me, I would set the appointment right then. I would just say, hey, do you have your calendar instead of playing phone tag? Let's uh, get, would you like to schedule? I always ask for permission so that I don't come across salesy and pushy. Always say, would you like to schedule a time now? That way we'll, we'll save the back and forth. And they're always very grateful. So I always teach, leave the networking event with a bunch of appointments already scheduled so you don't have to follow up with anybody. You're done. <laughs> it saves so much time. Yeah, yeah, I love it. So these are great tips. I hope you're all getting lots of juicy tips. I want to see those gems in the comment section. All right, well, we're going to go on to the consistent flow, as you say, of highly qualified and enthusiastic clients who are excited to work with you. So I want to hear about the consistent flow. It already sounds like we've moved that direction, haven't, haven't we? <laughs> So the best way to have a consistent flow of ideal and enthusiastic clients coming to you, like already excited to work with you, is through referrals. And one of the things I find is that this is an area that people are really struggling with. Um, they're not consistently asking their clients for referrals. And some people tell me um, they are afraid to ask because they don't want to come across too salesy or pushy. You know, if I already, they've already become a client, now I'm asking them to refer someone to me. Or they, um, they say that um, they don't want to come across desperate. Like if I ask for referrals, people are going to think I'm desperate. So I want to help your listeners, viewers today with a mindset shift around referrals. Your clients love to give you referrals. Nothing makes them feel better than when they've experienced firsthand the benefits of working with you. And then they refer you to a friend or a colleague who also benefits from working with you. Like it's, it makes them feel so good to do that. We just need to know when to ask and how to ask and how to train our clients how to give the referrals. And I'll unpack each of these. So when to ask, when someone is, when you're talking to a client and they're very excited about some results they've had working with you, they're sharing how their life or business has changed, that's when you want to ask. And how to ask, you don't want to say, who do you know who you can refer to me? 
because they don't have any frame of reference. It's like, who do you know who's struggling with X, Y, Z like you were and would love to get those specific results like you have and you fill in the blanks. And then you give them a couple other ideas of things that people would be struggling with. And a, another great way to ask for referrals is when you hear someone complaining about X, Y, Z, that person would be a great referral for me. So when to ask is during that moment when they're sharing uh, how excited they are about results they've had. And also, I have a whole survey process that I teach my clients. And when you're doing a survey to find out what the experience was like working with you, you also ask for referrals then. You can ask for referrals all along the way. So then you need to train them how to give you the referral. So how many of you who are listening today have heard someone say to you, oh, I love the work that you do. I refer people to you all the time and you've never heard from them. Like, right, it happens to all of us. And so you have to train your clients and partners how to give you the referrals, meaning to ask them if they could make an email introduction or ask the person for permission for you to call them. You wanna be in control of the next step because if you're just sitting around waiting, you're gonna be sitting around waiting probably for the rest of your life. And then the last piece is training them what to say. So I don't know about you guys who are listening today, but I do not have time to sit around figuring out how to introduce people, right? So I asked my partners to give me a very short um, description of what they do, an introduction, like language coming from me. Like I'd like to introduce you to my dear friend, Virginia Parsons, and she works with people who blank and helps them to blank, very, very short. And then I just save that in a document and I copy and paste and add personally what I love about Virginia. And then, then I send the email out, right? And so, I mean, this happened very early on, Virginia. The first day we met at an event, oh. I made an introduction. I'm trying to remember what it was, but I remember I hooked you up with somebody who became a client, I think. Well, it was for my Goal I've Leveraged program. And you very generously from the heart, authentically saying, how can I support you? And you send out emails to um, some of your people about my upcoming pilot program, opportunity for them to take advantage of it at that great low introductory price. And yes, and as a result, one of your clients became a, a purchaser of that program, yeah. So this is a perfect example of showing up in service. I had just met Virginia. It wasn't a networking event. It was a summit or mastermind, mastermind. event. Mm -hmm. It's a mastermind. And um, I love what she did. I intuitively love Virginia. And so I just offered to promote her program to my people right there in the, at the event, yes. you know, cause I, you don't always have that strong intuitive hit. I, I recommend getting to know people, having a coffee date and really getting to know them first, but I just felt it. And it's, it's been a few years now, three, four years, and we've been supporting each other ever since. Yeah. So yeah. So, um, so, yeah, so we got, got off on a tangent there, but it's all about, uh, training your people what to say to introduce you so you make it easy for them to refer because if they have your referral language and they don't have to take the time to compose something you're going to get a lot more referrals so having a referral system in place is critical because research shows that 45 percent of, of customers or clients looking for a service related business come from the recommendations of others so it's huge Referrals are a, a big, big part of what I work with my client, you know, teach my clients to, to do, to put in place. And it's not on people's radars. They're not even asking. 
Yeah, I, I really think that this is so valuable because it is something that people tend to neglect along with follow-up, <laughs> just being consistently connecting to people and coming from a place of service. But of course, it's only natural that if someone's had good results as a, as a result of working with you, that they would love to share. But if you make it hard for them to do it, or you just expect them to do it any old time they think about it, the chances are nothing will happen. As you say, it'll be crickets. But if you make it easy by putting together um, a, a, a statement on how to do it so that they've got, and so it's a very easy, quick email to send. I think that's really valuable. And I guess I would put all that in my CRM system too, right? So, yes, I've tagged people referrals. So I know when someone has referred somebody to me, um, that uh, that person was referred. So I know, and I put in the notes who referred me to that person. And along those lines, it's really important to keep the person who gave you the referral up to date on what happened. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the times when I give people referrals, I never hear from them. And then I find out later from the person I referred that they ended up working with that person. They never even told me. And so you want to be keep people up to date and thank them when a referral has turned into a client. You know, you want them and you want to make sure that you follow up, that you reach out to that person who was referred to you immediately, because if you don't, the person who's referring folks to you isn't going to refer people to you anymore because they don't, they won't be able, they won't trust you because you're not, you're not following up with them. So there's a lot to this. I could go on for hours about this the whole <laughs> referral strategy. Well, I have one more things. question as far as when you were helping people with um, the follow-up part of emails. And so this is working with you, I'm assuming either in a group environment or you have one-on-one -on -one services. I know we're not going to go deep into all that, but if you're working with someone, do you customize their email follow-up system uniquely for them and their business? Oh, definitely. Yeah. In a group, you know, or in one-on-one -on -one because during my group programs, they work on their action steps and, and share their screen and we tweak and edit it specifically for their business. Oh, for sure. You right. have to have very customized emails. And that's just one part of it. You know, it's great to have emails going out to nurture, having a nurture sequence to nurture your list, but you need to be calling people and reaching out to them as well. And that's kind of an old fashioned way of doing things that most people are not doing anymore. And like I mentioned earlier, people are really appreciating it a lot because nobody's doing it. Well, nobody's doing it. And we've also been through a period of isolation for the last two and a half years. And so I think it's probably more critical than ever. And of course, yes. I love to reach out and, and actually jump on Zoom because I think it's such a great way to connect with people um, across really the continent and the globe. So I agree. Zoom has just a, been a fabulous tool for me. And I do think that phone calls are just fine as well. People love to hear your voice. And I think it just feels more personable. Oh, totally. The email. So yeah, it oh. is something we all need to probably implement and schedule. I think the scheduling might be kind of important. If you put it on your, I, I can't live without my Google calendar, for instance, if it's on your calendar and that's what you're doing at that time, you are more apt to actually get it done than keep putting those phone calls off. I'm really glad you brought that up. So I recommend that every week, like Sunday night, Monday morning, block out times every day to reach out to people and put it in as follow-up time and don't take any other calls. Don't respond to texts or emails. Treat it as if it's an appointment with a client. 
and you're not you wouldn't be doing all those other th- things when you were serving a client. So you're serving yourself and your business during that time. And if it's not in there, you're not going to do it. Just like you said, you've got to put it in the calendar. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Well, listen, Debbie, you have a very special gift. I'm going to bring this up here and let everyone see where they can get your gift. All you need to do is go to shinetips.com forward slash Debbie gift. It's that easy. Shinetips.com forward slash Debbie gift. Debbie, tell them what it is that they're going to be receiving. All right. So we talked earlier about the assessment, right? So my gift is I've got two gifts, actually. So the gift is my power up biz quiz, where you'll take about 10 minutes max and evaluate yourself, assess yourself on where you are and some of the skill sets we talked about today, you know, preparation and systems and referrals. And you're going to walk away with a, a really clear idea of where you're doing well with your follow-up and sales and you want to celebrate those areas. And then you'll see there's missing areas where you might be sabotaging your success. So you'll have some big aha moments around it. And then once you take it, you'll get an email with your scores. So it will all be summarized for you. And then there'll be a link to get my four, um, what is it called? Gosh, I'm sorry. Four secrets hide a junior moment. Like what is this thing called? <laughs> I've had it for years. So four secrets to power up your sales without being salesy. So I go into depth on four areas, um, four areas where you can learn a lot um, of skills to implement right away to grow your business. So you'll get two gifts. Two goodies. I love that. That's that's very exciting. So again, go to shinetips.com forward slash, get my head out of the way, Debbie Gift. <laughs> and you'll be able to take her power up assessment and or quiz, I think she calls it. And then you'll be able to get her, her four tips on follow up. So it sounds wonderful. So Debbie, uh, before we close, I always like to give someone the opportunity to share just something that you want to make sure they take home that really, really gives them a, a final idea that they should not miss. So what, what kind of final thought do you have for people? Well, I truly believe that we all have a very unique, special gift and we're trying to get it out to the world. And if we don't have a sale, if we don't have sales and follow-up processes in place, we're going to be the best kept secret. So my mission, my passion is to help you all share your gifts, get your message out in a big way so you can make the impact you're here to make in the world. You're able to create financial abundance for yourself and your family if you have one. Um, so that's key. You know, we, we, I see so many entrepreneurs are so good at what they do. They just don't know how to get people to the point where they're sitting down working with them. And so that's what I'm going to help you do, right? You've got to have that in place or else you're going to be the best kept secret. So please reach out. Uh, if you want to have a conversation, when you take the assessment, you'll have an opportunity to connect with me for a free discovery session and we can explore the possibilities of, of, uh, of working together. But you've got to have this in place or else you're going to be very, very frustrated. And also people spend all this time, energy and money on a beautiful website, on social media ads and putting together their packages and programs. But they're neglecting the most important piece, which is the sales and follow up part. That's the piece that needs to be put in place first 
so that you can maximize the return on the investment that you're making in all these other areas. So perfect. Uh, you've really just brought it home for everyone. So I really want to encourage you all to leave questions. We'll be sure to follow up with them. We love that you have been here sharing and taking your time to learn this important information. But you know what? If you don't implement some of it, it's not the value it could be. And we're here to bring you value and help you grow your business, as Debbie just said. That's what it's all about. We all work hard. We all have a passion and a gift. And it's really important that you take the steps that are necessary to really get it out there and stop being the best kept secret. I so agree, Debbie. So I want to thank you so much for being here today and sharing your experience, your gifts, and your wisdom with us. And I want you all to go out and have a great week. And we'll see you on the next Inspirational Businesswoman show. Thanks, Bye -bye Virginia. Now. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for watching today. Do you know someone who would be a great guest for our show? Or would you like to be a guest on the Inspirational Businesswoman show? Let's shine the spotlight on your expertise. We'll share your story while offering tips, strategies, and advice to our viewers. Expert interviews are a great way to build your reputation as the go-to expert. Go to shinetips.com forward slash IBWS to apply today. Women are waiting for your message and I can't wait to interview you.